The Koi Gig Pod. I'm laughing because I was listening to a conversation that the City Girls were having and they were just going on about this throw-in. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's our weapon in the World Cup. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. Off the ball, daily. Welcome to Wednesday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack and a busy one today. Ulster have finally confirmed the rugby world's best kept secret. Ronan O'Gara is in trouble again in France. Munster have named their side for tomorrow's meeting with South Africa A at Porky Cueve. And the offices of the 2023 Rugby World Cup have been raided by police. But first, Tyke Furlong has been confirmed as captain for Ireland's test with Fiji on Saturday. It's the first time the 29-year-old tighthead will lead out his country. Furlong hasn't captained anyone since his Ireland under-8 18 days and to say Andy Farrell's call was unexpected is putting it mildly. Never even thought of it. I would never even put the idea. Do you know when you dream as a young fella, you want to play for Ireland, you want to play for Lance, you want to play for Lions. I never even dreamed of uh, Captain Ireland. So what exactly did the Wexford man dream of? Spuds, gravy, mother's <laughs> mother Sunday roast. Uh, <laughs> no, um, playing, just playing for Ireland. You know what I mean? It was never... Never on the radar, to be honest with you. And look, I know it's for a game. I know it's you're not captain of your country, um, as in week in, week out. But still, it's still class. You know what I mean? It's still a class feeling. It's still, I know from people back home, they're very proud, etc. So it's great. Furlong was asked if he sought advice on the captaincy from anyone within the Ireland camp. Ah, look, I didn't know. I generally didn't know if I was going to play or not until today. Um, so you, like, all I was thinking about was get on the pitch. Get yourself there, you know. Uh, but I would have talked to Johnny. Johnny came over and said, "Yeah, okay, with everything." I suppose involved in leadership group, you get a fair idea of the back and or the inner workings of a week, and and in terms of our leading to a game with a meeting Thursday, captain's meeting Friday, etc. So obviously, Faz has been good and just relying on the the ten and a few lineout callers and stuff like that and planning which way they want to go about their business, you know. What exactly has Furlong learned from being part of that leadership group? As much as a person, as a player, really, um, it forces you to think outside your own game. Like your blinkers are off. You need to be across. You know how the squad is feeling, our game, how we're messaging them. You know, what I mean, younger players coming through, etc., etc. How do they, we make them feel a million dollars from the minute they walk in the door, so they can put their best foot forward? You know, so I suppose it's. A little bit of everything and I suppose you learn a lot about yourself in respect of you're outside your comfort zone a lot you know what I mean you're putting yourself in situations where you might be working with a player or uh, and he might not exactly know that you're you're working with him and, and small chats and it's about having conversations and, and putting yourself out there you know Furlong was also asked today what he expects from Fiji this weekend like it is different but it's still a challenge um and especially for the group we have and it's the opportunity that lies in front of us and you know how we can be good you know what I mean how we can drive it on and I think they're playing really good rugby I think they're very well coached you know they're very physical very direct and obviously they have all the flair in the world out the back that they can score tries for nothing so um, I think we're under no illusions the size of the game that we can't uh, and that's not plumosity that's truth you know We'll hear more from the Ireland camp, Stuart McCloskey in particular, in a little while. Meanwhile, Ulster have confirmed rugby's worst-kept secret. They've finally announced the signing 
of Springbok loosehead Stephen Kitchoff. The 30-year-old will join the province from the DHL Stormers after next year's World Cup, having agreed a three-year deal. Kitchoff was part of the bomb squad that came off the bench for South Africa in last week's defeat to Ireland at the Aviva. His international debut actually came against Ireland in Port Elizabeth back in 2016, and he's since earned more than 50 caps. Ulster head coach Dan McFarland has described Kitchoff as one of the best players in his position in the game right now, adding that he'll bring a world-class edge to Ulster's front row. Now to Munster, and they've named their team to play South Africa A at Porky Cueve tomorrow night. There are first starts for recent signings Antoine Frisch and Kira McDonald. Returning to the side are Simon Zebo, Ben Healy, Josh Witcherly, Roman Salanoa and Gavin Coombs. The team in full sees Mike Haley start at full-back with Shane Daly and Zebo on the wings. Frisch is named at outside centre with Rory Scannell inside. There's a half-back partnership of Ben Healy and Paddy Patterson. In the front row, it's Josh Witcherly, Dermot Barron and Roman Salanoa. There's a second row of Edwin Adogbo and the debutante McDonald. Jack O'Donoghue will captain the team from the blind side with John Hodnett on the open and Gavin Coombs named at number 8. Now, the 2023 Rugby World Cup offices have been raided by French financial prosecutors. The investigation relates to charges of favouritism, influence peddling and corruption. Last month, former chief executive of the 2023 World Cup organisers was sacked following a damning report into Claude Acher's management style. Acher is now the subject of an investigation into his expenses. The World Cup is due to get underway in 10 months' time. Staying in France and Ronan O'Gara is in trouble again. The La Rochelle head coach has been ordered to appear in front of a disciplinary committee on Wednesday next. He's been cited for comments made to a match official. It's believed the incident in question happened during La Rochelle's 1917 win over Brieve at the weekend in the top 14. O'Gara only saw a six-match ban end on Halloween, but could be set for yet another suspension. And back to the Ireland-Fiji test. Stuart McCloskey looks set to get another run out in the centre. The Ulster man was withdrawn during the first half of that Springboks win with what appeared to be a serious arm injury. Thankfully, the arm injury was not as bad as first feared, but even he expected the worst at the time. Yeah, like uh, straight at the time, like obviously I thought I broke my forearm at the time, so I was pretty worried about that. And then when I'm going off, I was just uh, just thinking like I'd waited what six and a half years to play another tier one team. Not that playing the other teams wasn't big, but it's it's nice to show yourself against a world class team like South Africa. Um, so yeah, I was disappointed, but um, yeah, looking back on it, the positives where I played quite well I was on, and it hasn't seemed to be as bad as I first thought with the injury. Midfield has turned into one of Ireland's most competitive areas with Gary Ringrose, Robbie Henshaw and Bundiaki all providing competition for McCluskey but he doesn't see himself as being apart from that group. In my opinion, I don't think there's much, not as much of a gap. Uh, it's the guys in there are doing so well. Like When Bundy's played, he's been very good. When Robbie's played 12, he's been very good. So why would you change a winning team? Um, that's why I look at it. Like I think I've played at that level, um, same sort of level as them club-wise for a long time. It's just... It's waiting for your opportunity to get in there and play for Ireland. Um, I always think if I was Andy, like, why would I change the team if, unless I was leaps and bounds ahead of those guys? And those two were probably two of the best three twelves in the world for this, the part of best part of five six years. So, listen, I, I don't think it was lots better than that, but I think there was it's quite an even battle between all three of us. McCloskey was also asked today if he's received much one-on-one advice from Andy Farrell as he looked to break back into the Ireland side. Um, not so much the game this week, but there's been times over the last few years. Yeah, I've talked over like what you could do. I could do better playing-wise. Um, sometimes it's not a lot. It's just going with someone else. Like he, that's just what the coach feels. Um, and that's sort of what I was pointing out earlier. Like I don't think there's a great deal between the three. The three twelves there really is. Um, but sometimes it's just a gut feel for for a coach who he wants to select. Um, 
but yeah, if if you want to talk to any coaches, you can always go and approach them about what what could have done better and in the game and stuff Stuart McCloskey there that's it for today's Rugby Daily don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feeds to keep this good stuff coming and to leave all your positive feedback my name is Richie McCormack and I'll have more Rugby Daily for you tomorrow